Welcome back to another episode of Mitch Ping's Mind. I'm sitting here in my newly rearranged bedroom. Have you guys ever rearranged your room and been like, wow, like why did I not do this sooner? Like, although I, I think I just have like two different combinations of how my room's set up. I just, I like have my bed that way for like five years and then, you know, and then I change my bed the other way. But then it's like, wow, I've got a whole new bedroom. I've got all this, all this space, so much room for activities. Now, that that is a challenge moving around my uh, my bedroom, but I want to be talking about the maybe some bigger challenges um, here today. So I want to talk a bit about you know what, how we're always trying to be perfect, um, you know why we feel challenges are super stressful, why challenges overwhelm us, why challenges bring up emotions and make us do stupid shit or feel guilty, resentful, sad, depressed, anxious, fearful, all those good things. Those are some of the things uh, which, you know, happen to us when we are challenged. And that's fucking great. I love a challenge because if, if you're a little boy playing video games and you've just got a new game, the, the little boy doesn't want to finish the game right away and make it easy. The, the little boy wants to be challenged by the game. He might not say, oh, I want the super hard game. But if the little boy goes into the game and, you know, he's competitive with it and he's coming up against hard bosses and he, he dies a few times trying to trying to get to the, the next level and then he finally cracks it, he gets to that next level, he's, he's excited. He's like, awesome, I get to the next level. Now, when you go up in a video game, if you guys are familiar, when you go up in the video game to the next level, is it harder or is it easier? It's definitely harder, right? Way harder. That's what, um, that's what she said. Um, so he goes up in the game and it's a lot harder. And does he stop playing? Does he complain? Does he bitch? Maybe a little bit, but he keeps playing it because he loves the fucking challenge. Now, what happens when he finishes that level and he gets to the next level? It's harder again, isn't it? Wow, it's almost like life where you get over one problem, one challenge, and then life gift wraps a nice new challenge for you and he goes, here you go, mate. Have a new fucking challenge. Now, that's exactly what's going on now with... We'll just talk about coronavirus, but it could be anything, you know, uh, family members passing away or girlfriends broken up with you or you you quit your job or anything, any kind of bullshit that happens that you're just like, oh my God, this is so bullshit. What a challenge. Oh my God. You know, that's fucking awesome because that's an opportunity because you don't have a breakthrough unless you break down. You don't get clarity unless you're confused at first. So in order to, to really push and get to that next level, like that little boy in the video game, you need to push fucking hard and you need to accept that challenge. Now, I don't know if you guys have heard of um, Einstein before. Pretty smart guy. Um, I like to think I'm just as smart as him, right? He said that uh, along the line, something like this, you know, if a cat is challenged to swim, it won't do very well, right? If you challenge a cat, hey, go swim, it's not going to do very well. It's shit scared of water. If you say to a fish, hey, I challenge you fish to climb up a fucking tree, that fish isn't going to do very well. The cat's not going to do very well. That's a bad 
that's a bad challenge. Now, a lot of people say, oh, failure's great and I love failing and I actually like failing more than I like winning because failure is great and failure's an opportunity. I mean, that's, I mean, it is marketing. It's like personal development, but like, I feel like if that's your your mindset, it's very two-dimensional. You're not thinking bigger picture because if you're choosing the wrong challenge for you, then it's it's not going to work out for you. Like if I'm a fish and I keep trying to climb up a tree and it keeps failing again and again and again, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, failure's awesome. I'm, I'm on the way to my goals. And I think that's a bit of a misconception is that you know, all failure is is good. I mean, it is in a way because it's just feedback telling you. But if you keep trying to do the same shit again and again and again, and you're getting the same result, right? Einstein said again, you know, if you keep trying to do the same thing again and again, it's insanity and, and expecting a different result. It's it's insanity. So what I'm saying is the, the mindset, I know Gary Vee pushes this. It's like, you got to hustle hard. You got to grind. It's all about discipline. This, the the term in the dictionary, discipline, means to do something. Well, I don't think it's in the dictionary. This is what I've heard discipline is. It's when you do something you don't want to do, but you know it's going to be better for you in the long run, right? Now, I love that definition because sometimes you do have to put your head down and be like, you know, this has to be done. But if your, if your mindset is, oh, I'm going to do it and it's going to suck, you might as well fucking give up now because you might be able to last a week, a month, a year, maybe 10 years. You know, you heard these business owners that fucking push really hard because they're like, yeah, just got to grind, got to hustle. It's all about the challenge. I love failing. And then they get 10 years down the line and then they fucking literally shoot themselves because they hate their life and or maybe their wife fucking breaks up with them because they hate their life because they've been pushing hard for 10 years and it's finally given out. But they they have had discipline, right? Discipline is not a long-term strategy. There's going to be points in your life where you're very disciplined and there's going to be points in your life where you're very lazy. It happens throughout the day. So if you put discipline on a pedestal and you say, oh, I just want to be disciplined all the time and you're going to set yourself up for failure because there's going to be times where you're just not going to be disciplined. It's making sense so far, D. Um, it's getting on the bike. At first it sucks, but then it's so good. Yep, you and your bike, D. The the bike's really fun, isn't it? <laughs> I wish I could share your enjoyment on the bike. Tyler, with your eyes, you, you're checking in on me, Tyler. Nice. Um, okay, so it's not a long-term strategy to just fucking put your head down and just work, right? So how do we use challenges as feedback so that we can actually get a challenge that we really want, right? Because if, let's say this business owner, he's like, yeah, I love, um, I want to make a bunch of money and I want to be challenged with building a business. But inside, he intrinsically doesn't feel inspired by building a big business. And maybe he likes his friends or his family more than his business. But in his head, he's like, this, this belief has been put in his brain telling him, hey, in order to be successful, you need to build a big business. So this guy, let's call him Joe, he, he takes on the challenge of building up a business. 10 years later, 20 years later, 30 years later, it doesn't work out very well for Joe. And he gets hit with another challenge 
slapped in the face of you've just lost your job and your wife has just divorced you because life is going to give you challenges. And this is really fucking important. Important. Life is going to give you challenges specific to you. So it's going to pull you back to where you are most valuable. Now, your values are an intrinsic set of priorities that you're born with, that you develop at a very young age. They can change, but values aren't integrity, peace, love, war, um, not war, integrity, peace, love, kindness. Um, it's not shit like that. You know, it. your values are physical, tangible things like uh, wealth creation, so money, like friends, family, business, learning, personal development, experiences, connection, things like that. They're actual physical, tangible things that you can put your hands on. So when you're challenged, it's giving you feedback to say, hey, look in your life to where you actually want to go. And this is a fucking brilliant time because everyone's being challenged so much and everyone's being pushed back to where they're most valuable. So for example, if you see someone freaking out on social media about um, social distancing or what, whatever, they've lost their job and, you know, shit's going crazy. You might see them connecting more with their family. Like they'll go over to see their family and then they'll start feeling better and you'll probably see them posting like fucking motivational quotes and stuff because they, they didn't actually like going to work. They didn't like, you know, making a ton of money or being stressed and all that stuff from, from work. But life has given them a fucking amazing gift, amazing opportunity. Hey, you're fired. Coronavirus. Thank you very much. Now go back and hang out with your family. Now that person is probably going to feel a lot better. But then there's this internal battle going on because it's like, well, in order for me to be successful in life, I need to have a job and make money. Who the fuck says that you need to have a job and make money in order to be successful? Who the fuck wrote that down? Why is that a thing? Now, money, I'm not saying be fucking homeless and don't uh, don't have a job and don't have money, but I'm saying, you know, it's, it's who said you need to have a job and you need to make money? Like, it's so stupid. And all these people say, oh, I have to work. Oh, I have to get money. Oh, and you're like, no, who the fuck said that? I mean, Centrelink right now. I mean, I would fucking love to not have a job. Centrelink's paying out like, a thousand bucks if you just don't have a job. Like, here you go, stimulate the economy. All the drug dealers, all the people on the dole that don't have jobs, let's give the economy a kick up the ass and let's get some money. Like, what the fuck kind of shit is that? <laughs> How funny is that? But they're probably going to get the money. And if there's, because getting money isn't always good, getting money is also a challenge because some of them might go buy drugs, some of them might go buy video games or food or just fucking blow it all at the casino. But that still challenges to them. Until you accept that it's actually no one else's opinion, no one else's thoughts, society, they don't, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't affect you because at the end of the day, the person that controls your life is you and your internal thoughts control your external environment. So if you wake up every day, you don't have a job, and you say, oh my God, society is telling me that I need to have a job. I need to have a job. I need to have a job. I'm a piece of shit. I'm an asshole. Um, I'm a freeloader, right? Every day you wake up, you've already programmed yourself to be a failure. 
you've already done it. You haven't even woken up yet or gotten out of bed and you've already programmed yourself to be a fucking failure. Why would you do that? Why would you not wake up and be like, fuck yeah, I I don't have a job, but I get this is an opportunity for me to go and do something that I love. So I guess back to where I was talking about, you know, the, this big challenge of coronavirus, it's, it's bringing you back to what you love. You know, one of my mates was actually saying to me the other day that <laughs> Brandon said, thanks, Brandon, I am inside. <laughs> um, one of my mates the other day, he basically his whole job's going to shit. And they're firing everyone and all this stuff. And he was saying like, you know, actually, I don't want to just leave and go on Centrelink. I would rather stay at my work and keep making deals, keep making sales. I'm like, dude, that's fucking sick. Because, you know, and I brought it up. I said, you know, a month ago, you were complaining about work and you were saying how you didn't like work and all this stuff. But now you're about to lose work. And you're like, actually, I do. I do like working. I'm not going to make as much money, but I just love having a purpose and, and working. So I don't want to make it too airy-fairy and you know have a purpose. But if you are in control of your entire life, your internal thoughts control your external thoughts or your external, your internal world is going to control your, your external world. So whatever you program your brain to think is, you know, how you're going to be and 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 think about life right so if i like i said if you wake up and you think that in order to be successful you need to have a job and you don't have a job you're a fucking failure straight away like and you're that's you programming yourself to do that but there's how many i don't know about you guys but do you have friends that don't have jobs and they um you know they're maybe they're working at coles or they're doing a little job and they just play video games all day. And you look at them and you're like, what the fuck? Like, how are you, like, how are you happy? Like, what the, f-? but they're fucking, they're so happy. Or even like, take it a step further. Like, I guess Down syndrome people. Is that my Ferrari? Yeah, that's an old, that's an old Ferrari, Shawnee. Um, it's completely thrown. Yeah, but yeah, so this Down syndrome person, and this fucking baffles my mind. If you want perspective, Look at someone that has like, not cerebral palsy. What's that called where you can't, you're in the chair, you literally can't, like Stephen Hawking. Like you can't move your legs or your arms and they're rolling around and they have a big smile on their face. Like what the fuck kind of shit is that? And we're talking about, am <laughs> I talking about Tyler? <laughs> at Tyler Waterhouse. Um... <laughs> Fucking hell. There's like a Twitch chat going on. Um, you bet on a horse. Um, okay. I need to stop looking at the chat. It's throwing me off. Okay, yeah. So the Down syndrome, not Down syndrome, but like the paraplegic or whatever that's rolling around, their head's tilted, they're drooling out of their mouth, and they've got a big fucking smile on their face. Like what kind of what kind of shit is that? Why can't we we all, I'm not saying be happy all the time and all this stuff, but it's like you know, look at the opportunity that this massive challenge has has given you and, and use it to your advantage because if you do not have big problems, you will make small problems big, okay? So this is a big problem now. You have the opportunity to go back to the same shit you were doing, 
Okay, you can you can go and do the same thing, which is, you know, insanity. If it's not working out for you and you go back to doing the same thing, it's fucking insanity. Or what you can do is think creatively, really, you know, look at your life. What does my life demonstrate? What do I do most of the time? What do I love doing? What do I think about? What we you know what's around my room? You know, I've got a Ferrari back here. I've got like personal developing fucking like lanyards. I've got whiteboards. I love personal development. I love learning. I love cars and experiences and um, business and stuff, right? So that's where, that's where my attention is going to go because your challenges are always going to direct you back to where you are most valuable, which are your highest values. So just think about when you feel really challenged and your mind's full of clutter and shit, what's the first thing you do or you, um, what's the first thing you do or you think about where your mind starts to quieten down? Because that is the key right there to finding a long-term sustainable approach to overcoming your challenges and achieving the life that you want to achieve. So I know if you've been following along, the last, like one of the things I said at the start is that discipline is not sustainable. If you do shit just to do it and it's like, yeah, this is challenge. I love, I love challenging myself and I'm, I grind so hard and I'm always hustling. If that's your approach, it's not sustainable long-term because one day it's going to be too much and you're going to crack. Exactly like some of the people, their suicide rates are way high right now because that's how people have been living. Oh, I'm, I, in order to be successful, I need to grind and, and push really hard. And it's that discipline. I'm going to do something I know I don't want to do, but it's going to be better for me in the long run. That's discipline. They've been doing that for, what, 10, 20 years. Then the coronavirus shit hits and that discipline, it's not enough. So why, why would you want, it'd be like saying in order for me to get to point A to point B, I need to drive my car. And I'm, I'm pretty sure there's petrol in the car. I'm pretty sure there's going to be petrol. Pretty, pretty sure. One, even if you're really consistent and whatever, and you have a good structure around, you know, getting petrol for your car, there's going to be a fucking day where you forget the petrol, right? What happens on that day? You're fucked. You're going to have to walk there. You haven't thought of another strategy. So all these businessmen that have been running on dis- that quote unquote discipline, they're because the big challenge, they've been overwhelmed now and the big challenge is even bigger and they're fucked now. Now their whole life, what they've been working for for 15 years is gone. So if you program if you program your own thoughts in your head and your internal world is a direct representation of your external world and discipline doesn't matter, right? Discipline doesn't matter. It's not sustainable. So why would you ever want to do something that you don't like doing in order to get something that you think society wants for you, right? Play that again. Fucking rewind that shit. Rewind that shit. I heard that quote um, a while ago. It's something like that. It's like, why would you work your whole life to achieve something just to please others? Once again, you program your own thoughts. Your internal world is your external world. Why would you ever want to do something for your external world if everything comes from your internal? So don't worry. Like anything you do in your life that you don't want to do, why the fuck are you doing it? 
<laughs> it's a bit of a head fuck, isn't it? Anything you do in your life that you don't like doing, think about all the shit you don't like doing. I bet there's fucking tons of shit you did today. There's so much stuff you guys did today that you did not want to do. I fucking guarantee it. What was that shit? Stop fucking doing it. Just stop doing it. Or don't completely stop. Do- oh, I don't like. I don't like eating. I'm just gonna stop eating. I mean, maybe let's um, let's reel it in a bit. Uh, but if you know, it, let me rephrase. If you know you need to do it, right? Because it's gonna be better for your health, your relationships, your work, or if it's a stepping stone to where you want to go, you need to link it to, you know, what, okay. So for example, if I want to build a big business and I know that I've got an opportunity and I need to make $10,000 so I can invest in the business and get the business going. Now I can work at McDonald's. Now I don't want to fucking work at McDonald's, no chance, but I know once I have $10,000, I can start on my business. So every day, every fucking day I go to McDonald's, every burger that I flip, every greasy fucking oil that I get in my my hands, my hair. Remember, I used to work at Macca's and my bag literally still, I'm pretty sure I threw the bag out, but my bag smelled so bad of the Macca's because it was all greasy and, and shit, right? Now, I, I'm going go th- to go to Macca's for probably fucking 10 years to make 10 grand, right? And every fucking day I go, I'm going to love it because I know it's the step to me achieving the goal that I want. So if you don't like doing something, don't fucking do it. Simple. Or how does the thing that you hate doing link to what you actually love doing? Because if you do anything in life that you don't 10 out of 10 love what you're doing, why the fuck would you, why is that your strategy? I'm just going to do shit that I kind of like. Yeah. Let's see how that works out for you, buddy. If you if you want to be a great fucking dad, be a great fucking dad. Don't find a job where you can be at home and just hang out with your kids. Because you once again, you program your own fucking world. So why would you let society, oh, you need to be making $100,000 a year to be a good dad and you need to send your kids to public school. Who the fuck said you need to send your, your kids to like private school in order to be a good dad? I'm pretty sure in order to be a good dad, you just need to be at home with your fucking kids, right? So if you want to be a good dad, be a 10 out of 10 fucking good dad. If you want to be a good businessman, be a fucking 10 out of 10 businessman and safe and fuck off to being a dad and have being relationships and all that shit. You know, think of all the fucking, the, the greats, you know, Muhammad Ali, Tiger Woods, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, any of them, you know, Enzo Ferrari, my mate. They make fucking sacrifices and they prioritize their time based on where their worth is. If you prioritize your time based on the shit you fucking love doing, you're going to have a life that you love. If you base your the things you do on shit that other people tell you to do or things that you have to do or things you don't want to do, then just fucking give up. <laughs> no, don't give up. <laughs> just message me. Um but yeah, how is, how is that, guys? Does that make sense? I went fucking hardcore. The chat's been going off, mate. Look at you, Brandon. Look at all the engagement. What you been saying, mate? Can you train me to drink more beers? Mate, if you love drinking beers, go for it. You see that Troy Candy guy? I follow him. 
he fucking necks that sh- necks those. He's got those little. Um, that's a perfect example. That Troy Candy guy. I don't know if you know who he is, Brandon, but he made this like snorkel thing where you like put the beer in it and he just like fucking chug the beer real quick. But that he loves that he loves drinking beer. Ten out of ten. Right. So he made a fucking product that helps him drink beer. And that's what he gets paid for. He gets paid a shitload of money. Well, it looks, I perceive he gets paid a shitload. It might be a false thing. Um, <laughs> how you said nice focus on it, just froze. Um, but he loves drinking beer 10 out of 10. He made a product where he makes shitloads of money. He gets to hang out with hot girls all day doing film shoots. He gets to hang out with the boys all day and he just drinks beer. So like, why would you do anything that's not a fucking 10 out of 10? Um, we got a, we do have a question. How can I drink more beers? For, yep, I think I answered that one. <laughs> um, Benji says, back, bring back the pinger that scammed kids on Bottle of <laughs> Fuzzy, I don't think you meant to say that on here, mate. Um, legend has it, pinger responds to your message if you're early. Um, I don't get what that means. Can I edit your episode? Sure, Benji. My rate's gone up a bit since then, but I would love to uh, edit. Send me the clips. Um, send me a song. Um, looks like you got plenty of grease in your hair, bro. <laughs> I do have a fair bit of um, grease in my hair. Thank you very much. I, I take pride in having grease in my hair. I love how I'm, I'm, I'm talking about some intense like um, life stuff and you guys are talking about... Um, songs and shit and um, dicks out for Harambe. <laughs> oh my God. Did you, did you ever figure out who changed? <laughs> Macho, you did not fucking change my Xbox to 29 FPS. I'll leave my house right now and come and fucking stab you. Product. Ah. Uh, are you talking about my um my hair bee? It is that it is products, thank you. Yep. I put it in just for this. How lucky are you guys? <laughs> 